Hello and welcome to eBible Fellowship's Evening Bible Studies with your speaker, Chris McCann. If you'd like more information or to hear more studies, visit our website at www.ebiblefellowship.com. And now, with your evening Bible study, here's Chris McCann. Good evening and welcome to eBible Fellowship's Bible Study in the Book of Revelation. Tonight is study number 14 of Revelation chapter 14, and we're going to be reading verse 8. Revelation 14, verse 8 says, And there followed another angel, saying, Babylon is fallen, is fallen, that great city, because she made all nations drink of the wine of the wrath of her fornication. Well, God had been talking about, so far in Revelation 14, the 144,000 through the first five verses, which uh, were the first fruits unto God, all those that were saved out of the 1955-year period of the church age. And then, in verses 6 and 7, there was a switch to the everlasting gospel being preached at the point when the hour of judgment came, and that is the hour of the Great Tribulation. And uh, so we had the church age, and the first five verses, verses 6 and 7, covered the Great Tribulation. And we know from other scripture that God saved the great multitude out of the Great Tribulation. And now, in verse 8, it is the fall of Babylon. And there followed another angel, and that other angel, messenger, would be, again, a figure of the Lord Jesus, saying, Babylon is fallen, is fallen. Now, um, this is um, a transition verse. It's another angel. It It's another period of time. It's not the church age. God's already covered that. It's not the great tribulation period. God has already covered that. This is judgment day. And, and that's the natural progression of what God has been saying. From the church age, the end of the church age and the great tribulation, from the conclusion of the great tribulation to judgment day. And that's why as we, we read verse 8 of Babylon's fall, it leads right into um, drinking of the wine of the wrath of God in verse 10. And the smoke of their torment ascends up forever and ever in verse 11. It, it is language describing the judgment of this world. And Babylon pictures the kingdom of Satan. And, and um, Satan himself is typified in the Bible. We see this especially in Isaiah chapter 14 as the king of Babylon. And he is king over all of the unsaved people of the world. And and Babylon is a representation of his entire kingdom. Now, during the Great Tribulation period, once God loosed Satan and he entered into the churches as the man of sin, he conquered the churches of the world, and they became a part of Babylon. But during that period of time, during the time 
in which Satan was loosed and he was victorious and he overcame the saints as uh, we read earlier in the book of Revelation. Babylon had not yet fallen. It, it was victorious. Babylon was the conquering nation. Um, for instance, if we go back to the book of Jeremiah and we'll see that um, first of all, when God speaks of King Nebuchadnezzar, who's that type and figure of Satan, and Babylon, he points out that they will be triumphant. They will bring all nations in submission to them. In Jeremiah 25, I'm going to read a few verses here, beginning in verse 9. It says, Behold, I will send and take all the families of the north, saith Jehovah, and Nebuchadnezzar the king of Babylon, my servant, and will bring them against this land and against the inhabitants thereof and against all these nations round about and will utterly destroy them and make them an astonishment and a hissing and perpetual desolations. Moreover, I will take from them the voice of mirth and the voice of gladness and the voice of the bridegroom and the voice of the bride, the sound of the millstone, millstones and the light of the candle. And this whole land shall be a desolation and an astonishment, and these nations shall serve the king of Babylon seventy years. Now, during uh, this seventy-year period, has Babylon fallen? Can we apply what we read in Revelation 14:8? Babylon has fallen, has fallen, to... Um, to Babylon at this point in time? No. Babylon is far from fallen. Babylon is gaining power, gaining authority. The, the king of Babylon is becoming greater and greater. God even calls him his servant. At, um, historically, Babylon did not fall during the 70-year period that God is referring to. During that 70 years, Babylon was the greatest power in the world. They were the mighty nation that conquered other nations, including the nation of Judah, when Judah was the outward representation of the kingdom of God on the earth at that time. And it's a figure of the New Testament churches and congregations at the time of the end when the uh, judgment begins at the house of God Satan is loosed Satan comes against the churches God is using Satan utilizing him as a destructive force as a tool to bring about desolation in the churches and congregations of the world in order that the Lord can accomplish his judgment upon the rebellious and unfaithful corporate church. And and that is the spiritual fulfillment of what we just read in Jeremiah 25, where the Lord speaks of raising up the king of Babylon and the Babylonians and bringing them against the land of Judah, and that's what God did it at the time of the end. Now, when God 
did this historically. Babylon, of course, did not fall it, it, at no point during that 70 years. And when God loosed Satan and Satan uh, brought spiritual um, desolation to the churches of the world, Babylon did not fall. That's the kingdom of Satan. Satan's kingdom was prospering. Satan's kingdom was doing well, better than ever before, as a matter of fact, as he never had such power uh, as he did once he was loosed. And and uh, he had increased power that uh, to the point that the world marveled at the beast that came up out of the sea and whose deadly wound was healed. And the, the people of the world, the unsaved inhabitants of the earth, worship the beast and the unsaved inhabitants within the churches and congregations were made to worship the image of the beast Satan was reigning he had dominion and power no fall in sight no um, uh, there, there was no loss to Satan or his kingdom during the 23-year Great Tribulation period, that that 70-year period that we read in Jeremiah 25 referred to, the, the, all these nations shall serve the king of Babylon 70 years. The church and the unsaved people of the world serve Satan for 23 complete years. That was the duration of the Great Tribulation period from May 21, 1988 through May 21, 2011. And, and then God says in Jeremiah 25, verse 12, It shall come to pass when 70 years are accomplished that I will punish the king of Babylon and that nation, saith Jehovah, for their iniquity and the land of the Chaldeans will make it perpetual desolations and I will bring upon that land all my words which I have pronounced against it, even all that is written in this book, which Jeremiah hath prophesied against all the nations. For many nations and great kings shall serve themselves of them also, and I will recompense them according to their deeds and according to the works of their own hands. And in other words... At once the 70 years are finished, then God turns to the king of Babylon, again a figure of Satan, to the kingdom of Babylon, and at that point he begins to punish them. He begins to pour out his wrath upon them only after the 70 years have been completed. And and once again, the 70 years are a type and figure, historical type and figure of the complete duration of the Great Tribulation period. And it is at that point, and only at that point, historically, it was um, after 70 years, in the year 539 B.C., that the Medes and the Persians, led by King Darius, also known as Cyrus, took the kingdom of Babylon in one night. 
just as Christ came on May 21, 2011 and took the kingdom of Satan like a thief in the night. And, and from that point, Babylon is the object of God's wrath. Babylon falls. Immediately after the 70 years, historically, Babylon fell. Immediately after the tribulation of those days, the kingdom of Satan, the kingdom of Babylon fell. Satan lost all power and authority and rule within the churches and congregations and in the world. The Lord Jesus Christ began to reign beginning on Judgment Day, May 21, 2011. The Lord Jesus reigns with a rod of iron over all that Satan previously ruled over. And and that is what God has in view when he says Babylon is fallen, is fallen. Whenever we we hear that statement made, we can know that is the completion, the end of the Great Tribulation. It is the beginning point of Judgment Day. And that statement is made a few times in the Bible. In Isaiah chapter 21, we, we find it. In verse 9, And behold, here cometh a chariot of men with a couple of horsemen. And he answered and said, Babylon is fallen, is fallen, and all the graven images of her gods he has broken unto the ground. O my threshing and the corn of my floor, that which I have heard of Jehovah of hosts, the God of Israel, have I declared unto you. Now I wanted to read verse 10 also because the Lord makes an interesting connection with the fall of Babylon and language of harvest. That's what threshing in the corn of my floor relates to. And uh, we I don't, I don't think we'll be able to get into that in this study, but several times in the Bible, God makes that sort of identification with the fall of Babylon and harvest. And it's actually made in Revelation 14 also. For instance... In uh, verse 8, uh, again, there followed another angel saying, Babylon is fallen, is fallen. All right, well, there is the fall of Babylon. Then uh, look at verse 14 of uh, Revelation chapter 14. And I looked, and behold, a white cloud, and upon the cloud one sat like unto the Son of Man, having on his head a golden crown, and in his hand a sharp sickle. And a sickle is a, a threshing instrument. It's an instrument that is used in harvest. Well, that's not the last time God mentions it. In verse 15, in the middle of the verse, Thrust in thy sickle and reap, for the time has come for thee to reap, for the harvest of the earth is ripe. Verse 16, And he that sat on the cloud thrust in his sickle on the earth, and the earth was reaped. Verse 17, says he also having a sharp sickle. Verse 18, towards the end of the verse, Thrust in thy sharp sickle, and gather the clusters of the vine of the earth, for her grapes are fully ripe. Verse 19, And the angel thrust in his sickle into the earth, 
and gathered the vine of the earth and cast it into the great winepress of the wrath of God, and the winepress was trodden without the city. From verse 14 through 20, Judgment Day is pictured as harvest. Harvest. In, uh, in Matthew 13, we read a parable that says the harvest is the end of the world. And so when God speaks of Babylon is fallen, is fallen, and he connects it with harvest, that that is another confirmation to us that Babylon relates to the kingdom of Satan of this world, wherein all of the unsaved people of the earth are coming before God to experience the wrath of God in the day of judgment. And there's there's other um, connections too. Uh, let, let's go to Jeremiah 51. In Jeremiah 51, we read in verse 2, And will send unto Babylon fanners that shall fan her, and shall empty her land. For in the day of trouble they shall be against her round about. Now, um, to fan, um, we, we read of the Lord Jesus in Luke chapter 3. Luke 3 and verses 16 and 17. Where it says, uh, John, no, excuse me, Luke 3, verse 16, John answered, saying unto them all, I indeed baptize you with water, but one mightier than I cometh, the latchet of whose shoes I am not worthy to unloose. He shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire, whose fan is in his hand, and he will truly purge his floor and will gather the wheat into his garner, but the chaff he will burn with fire unquenchable. Now, all of that is language related to harvest. The fan in in his hand is used to purge the floor and gather, and and then there's uh, further language of gathering wheat into the garner, which is the barn, and burning the chaff. And 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 so when God says in Jeremiah fifty one two, He will send unto Babylon fanners that shall fan her. It relates to harvest. And uh, then we read in verse 8 of Jeremiah 51, Babylon is suddenly fallen and destroyed. How for her? Take balm for her pain. If so be, she may be healed. And again, harvest is in view in the context and Babylon falls. Now just uh, one other reference to the fall of Babylon. This is back in the book of Revelation. In Revelation 18, we read, uh, and I'll begin in verse 1. Revelation 18, verse 1 says, And after these things I saw another angel come down from heaven, having great power, and the earth was lightened with his glory. And he cried mightily with a strong voice, saying, Babylon the great is fallen, is fallen, and has become the habitation of devils, and the hold of every foul spirit, and a cage of every unclean and hateful bird. Alright, now, what do we know about Babylon's fall? When we read that language, when we, we find God 
state this and then restate it. He says it twice. And we know when something is doubled in the Bible, it means it, it's um, certain and, and will shortly come to pass. And Judgment Day uh, has come. God has brought it to pass. And when we read of Babylon's fall, there's only one time period, only one, that the Bible permits. We cannot say that the fall of Babylon relates to the fall of the church during the Great Tribulation. It, no, we cannot say that. Why not? Because Babylon did not fall during the 70 years. The, that's when Judah fell, and that pictures the judgment on the churches and the Great Tribulation. Babylon historically fell at the end of 70 years, and then God turned his attention from using Nebuchadnezzar as his servant, Satan, to bring destruction on the church, from using the kingdom of Babylon as an instrument of judgment to bring his wrath upon Babylon itself. And and then Babylon falls. There is no other point of Babylon's fall other than the conclusion of the Great Tribulation period, the conclusion of the 70 years, or the conclusion of the actual 23-year Great Tribulation. May 21, 2011 concluded the Great Tribulation. That was the date, the time when Babylon fell the kingdom of Satan fell. No other time is possible. No other time can relate to this statement. That's when harvest time, the final judgment of the world began, and that is the time of the final separation of the wheat and the tares, because there was a process underway during the Great Tribulation as the Lord commanded his people to come out of the churches and and he was separating the wheat from the tares. There was a separation process, but it was not completed until the end of the 23 years. And, and then finally it could be said, well, now all that remain, all that did not hearken, did not obey God's command to depart out of the midst of the congregations, to flee to the mountains. All that stayed within the corporate church, they are now the tares. Now they can all be bundled spiritually and cast into the fire, again spiritually, of judgment day. But the wheat are all outside. Now God had another plan and another testing scenario for all those that came out of the churches. Not everyone that departed out of the church was saved. We we know that, obviously. And, and so God reserved the period of Judgment Day, uh, in all likelihood a 1,600-day period, and, and that breaks down to 40 times 40, a time that would be um, of severe testing, for all those people that did come out of the churches and congregations to see if they were gold, silver, precious stones, or wood, hay, stubble. And a fire was put to them. 
as God left his people on the earth in the day of judgment to again see who will endure to the end. And that is endure sound doctrine, endure holding fast to the word of God to the end of this period of time, while others that would fall away and and turn back would, as it were, be burned up. So no one escapes the testing of God. Those in the churches were tested and tried throughout the Great Tribulation period, and their big test was get out of the church. Get out of the church. And and when they did not listen, when they remained, they failed the test and again were bundled as tares for the burning. They're not being tested during these uh, 1,600 days. They had their period of testing. They failed the test. All those that remain in the churches, they're, they're not being tested. The test is for those that came out, those believers who were outside of the churches and congregations. That's who's being tested during these days. Thanks for joining us for eBible Fellowship's Evening Bible Studies. You can hear these studies Monday through Friday over PalTalk, Skype, eBible Fellowship's webcast audio, or over your phone. For more information or to hear other studies, visit www.ebiblefellowship.com. Until our next study, may the Lord's perfect will be done.